0: This is carrie and this is jenny
1: and you're listening to honestly unfiltered
0: hello welcome to another episode of honestly unfiltered hi carrie how are you tonight
1: hi jenny i'm glad to be here with you i'm very excited you guys because i've been in a super shit dick funk for like at least a month pretty much and, but I went to therapy on Friday and talked some of that shit out. So one of the things we like realized is I'm totally burned out, like just life and like there's just nothing like in particular mm-hmm. that I'm just burned out, need a vacation. Um, I have to find something that I am passionate about and brings me joy. Um, which really the podcast was doing it for me for a long time. But then I, I think what happened was like my headspace just got fucked, not from the podcast, but like whatever life. And I've been like really obsessed about like the economy. Um. Who isn't? Yeah. Because it, it, you know, it is, you know, you become (laughs) of any age at this point. Mm -hmm. But I mean, you know just never really thinking that at this age I would be in this position financially
0: yeah
1: um and it and she also identified it's a little triggering for me because I raised Kate by myself and when you know everything is on you although it can still be like that in a relationship so I'm mm-hmm. not saying you got to be single for suck to suck true but so you know, we came up with some plans and some different things for me, and then she brought up being of service, and it it reminded me how much I used to enjoy like doing stuff at Salvation Army, Army, mm-hmm. Army, Homeless Coalition stuff like that. So I'm probably gonna check into doing some of that again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, Hope Family Services helped Kate a lot too because they because she was so small. And I want to say she was, like, around four then when they went. But they actually went to her daycare and did play therapy with her.
0: Really? Wow.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, they did so much for me. And I've always wanted to, like, volunteer on, you know, their hotline or whatever. Mm -hmm. But with my sleep disorder, I'm like, well, fuck, how can I commit to what? Because I never know, like – You know, there's a lot of times I get through the work day, but then when I'm done with work, I'm like a useless bag of shit. So, but then we started talking because of the pandemic and everything else. There's probably been some different parameters now. Like, who knows? You might be able to do the calls from home. So, I'm definitely going to check into that because that, like, made me motivated, I think, a little bit. And, um, oh, she did give me advice. Cause I said, I'm fucking struggling with my age. Yeah. I'm like, it's not that I feel like I'm like fucking one foot away from the dead,
0: <laughs>
1: but I said, you know, I'll be 48 in May. So then it's like, well, fuck, I can just blink and blow a whistle and I'll be 50. Right. Right and she's like yeah but she goes there is a reason they say like 50 is the new 40 mm-hmm. and i said oh so i can just start telling motherfuckers i'm 40 and she's like in theory <laughs> <laughs> Gary, in theory she said but if you approach it that way like mentally like yeah i'm 50 but it's basically like being 40. And she said the reason is, is life expectancies are better. Mm-hmm. You know, they're longer than they ever yeah. were. And and I told her for me it was a mortality thing. Like, you know, you hit this number. You know, most likely you're not going to have another 50 years. Mm-hmm. You know, things kind of hit you like that. So when she said that, I was like, oh, yeah. And she did tell me she loved her 50s even more than her 40s. And I said, you know, I said I – I said I have not hated my 40s. I said the biggest challenge has been everyone just keeps fucking dying, blowing up my life. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's like, ah, what's happening? So –
0: Well, and I think the fact that your daughter's about to have a a child, you know, plays into it also because, you know, when we were young – It felt like our grandparents were so much older than us. I know, and they weren't. And they weren't, and they were our age.
1: They just looked older.
0: Like, I know when I had Ashton, I felt like Diane was ancient then, and I think she was probably close to my age now. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But you know what? Kate brought up a really fucking good point today. Um, it was either today or yesterday. You know, I don't remember <laughs> one conversation one day to the next. But she was like, Really, if you think about it, she's like, back in the day when Golden Girls went on, mm-hmm. those ladies' ages were not much different than the chicks from Sex in the City. No. They just look different. Right. Because and then I've like, um, sorry, I think I just cut no. Jenny off, y'all. Okay. Then I've been kind of just going back, because you guys, just so you know what a funk and torture Jenny's been dealing with with me is like, I've not even been finding joy from murder. Mm. That's bad. That's bad, y'all. Like, I know you guys don't know me like that, (laughs) but that shit is bad. That is bad. When weed and murder can't bring me joy, I am
0: fucked. Yeah, I'm saying.
1: For real. Mm-hmm. And now I totally forgot what the fuck else I was gonna say. Shit, Kate brought what up the a
0: hell point. Was I saying? Huh? What keeps the Kate brought up a point?
1: Oh, just about the Golden oh, Girls yeah. and Sex in the City. Oh, oh wait, I remember now. Sorry, y'all. Okay, so I was listening to one of like Oprah's podcast things. She'll like replay old episodes or um you know, from when the fuck she was on the air. Apparently, I can't talk tonight, y'all. Anyways, one of them was, it had like some famous, non famous panels, and these women are talking, and they were asking them, like, what are your best anti aging secrets? <laughs> and one of them goes, hair color. Hair color is your biggest anti-aging secret. Yeah, She's like, and then it did make me think about, too, because they brought up, like, back in the day, you got older, your fucking hair was blue or pink. Uh Uh-huh. And it got set every week at the hair salon. And we just don't live like that anymore. Spun
0: sand was my grandmother's color.
1: (laughs) So I was like, yeah, I guess that's just so true. I don't know, y'all. I'm in some weird season of life.
0: Well, I don't, I don't know. know if you remember last year when after the Super was it? I don't know if it was last year or the year before, whatever year. It had to be the year before when J Lo performed. I think it was last year. Um, there was a meme floating around, and it said J Lo at 50, and it had her up on the stripper pole during the Super Bowl for performance, and then it... I can't talk either. And then it had a picture of the Golden Girls. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> we're sta- We're finding ways, I think, to stay, to feel, to, to, to be, look younger. And
1: yeah, I mean, because really legit, Betty White looked the same for like the last fucking 40 years she was alive. Seriously. Like, totally.
0: Like, well, probably maybe we'll just get to an age when we stop looking any different. Yeah, I mean,
1: where it's just like your face freezes and you're like, hey, girl, I'm here so
0: i tend to um usually it's around my birthday i went through that funk um i go through that funk around christmas time and my birthday about the age the closer i get to 52 that was the age my dad died
1: oh yeah i
0: start to feel a little you know like he oh
1: anxiety well yeah and Immortality. Mortality. I think, and too. I realized
0: that he really was not old.
1: No. He was so, so young. So young. Yeah.
0: Young. I think we all go through it. And you get, I think you get to a point where you realize, you know, and I don't want to say my best years are over because I don't think they are. Um, but you see that, you know, I felt, I feel like just. Yesterday, I was saying 10 years ago, blah, blah, blah happened, and now it's 20 years ago. And mm-hmm. I've been out of high school for 30 years, and it's just, how is that possible? I,
1: <laughs> I just like, oh, my God, which I don't think we talked about it. Because we dropped that fucking in the vault called the FBI one last week. Yeah, right?
0: the break glass in case of emergency. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, as you guys are hearing now, was <laughs> lots going yeah. on. So um, last weekend, I was with Kate and her sister. And Kate was trying on these dresses. And we're in there. And we're giggling and laughing. And her sister's 21. And... I looked at her. I'm like, do you realize in like two years I'm going to be 50? She goes, shut the fuck up. I said, I swear. She goes, you don't even look it. I said, would you tell me if I did? (laughs) She's like, have you seen my mother? (laughs) So, but it's still like, it's hard for even the kids. They're like, what? Oh, my God. I was barely 20. When I had Kate. <laughs> Ooh, side note. I did hear today that Xanax can contribute to dementia. Really? I did not know that. Yeah, studies about it, I guess. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yep. Who well, knew? it's a benzo and not really good, great for you to take anyway, or anybody for that matter.
1: Yeah, I'm fucked then. I've been on them for since i came out of the womb well
0: i mean the last few years have been pretty rough i mean i take i'll take one in in, in, a, in a complete catastrophe um i've got some emergency ones i've just
1: been on them for a long time really but i'm weaned way down yeah. compared to what it was well i mean
0: hey you gotta do what you gotta do to get through the day right
1: yeah i know still they're not my friend but they're also typically used and combo with, like, let's say for me, I take Lamictal yeah. for my epilepsy. Right. So, Klonopin is often...
0: You hmm, did go through a traumatic life and fair experience. A few. <laughs> you hadn't, yeah, to say the least.
1: Yeah. Like, my doctor said it's not, well... But I hate to say this because I don't want to – if I talk about this, and we need to cut it. Okay. So how he explained it to me with all my PTSD and stuff is that the things that I have experienced – and keep in mind, he's known me since I was 25. It's not like he just met me. Right. But he said this to me within like the last year. He said that the things that I've experienced and been through are very similar from someone who goes to war. I can imagine. I can.
0: I can understand that. Mm hmm.
1: But see, like, I've never been. I, you know, I don't know. But that that's he said it is comparable to that. That's the best way to describe. Well,
0: I I, I can say knowing what you experienced, you witnessed two very traumatic incidences losing someone that you loved in each instance um in a way I think that a soldier sees someone die on a battlefield mm. so yeah I can see that
1: yeah <laughs> so but you know I always hate to like I, you don't. I know say that right because I, I don't want it to be like you know yeah I get it disrespectful to no, anybody.
0: I don't I don't anyway. believe that it is and, and you yeah. know PTSD and all forms is you I mean it's just
1: I'm all over the place. <laughs> Jeez, it's been a while since we've talked.
0: I know. I feel like we. It's been a while since it's been. Well, I guess it's been two weeks since we've been alone here together.
1: <laughs> That's it. We haven't been alone. We need our alone time, Jenny. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay, so Francine moved to B Town.
0: Oh lord. Girl, she did. Oh she did. It didn't. gets so
1: good. Okay. Where was
0: she before? Where
1: at my at my at Prudence. Where is that? At my sister's. That was like off Fruitville, north of the or east of the interstate. I thought they were here. In Bridgerton. But, No. They won't live in B Town oh. that's beneath them. Oh god. With the peasants. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the cable dude came and he asked her if he was, a, if she was a snowbird. And she said, no, I'm a local. He said, you know, you moved into the hood, right?
0: <laughs> Which you told her. And she
1: was like, yeah. But it really is like, a, like they screen people in that park. Like the same dude has owned that park for like a gajillion fucking years. They don't even allow pets in that part. You know what I mean? So there's no scary
0: people. Now, why did she bail from Prudence's house? Were they having issues?
1: Don't know. Hmm. She won't spill it. She'll spill it eventually. I feel like
0: she's aligning herself with the other side now. Because of the baby coming.
1: Oh, probably trying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we need to get some mimosas in her and get the jizz on what went down. Oh, my God.
0: Diane what? does cause Diane uh, that's funny, cuz Diane does that. She'll flip 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 flop from side.
1: Mhm. But the thing is with Kate and I, is that's not how we No. Were. so it's just it's just not. So like get real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, we'll see like you know what happens with what, but I think it's it's interesting. You know, she'll make those digs. Well, people don't want to come to my house. <laughs> well, you just move there, and what do you care? Well,
0: you know what? They don't realize it's their life choices that put them there.
1: That's it.
0: They want to blame that everybody else. She'll blame Prudence for her situation that she's in because... She'll say that she sacrificed all of these years and gave up her home to go help her raise her children. And now she is in the hood, you know.
1: Well, yeah, exactly. Well, the thing is, is that Francine has never listened to my financial advice. Mm -mm. Am I perfect? No, but there is shit I know. Listen, and there is shit, you know, we know about certain things, right? So there's been so many different times I would tell her what she needed Mm -hmm. Um, is like, you know, her house that she had all those years, she kept trying to just like duct tape it together right right? instead of taking a home equity loan and hiring contractors and like real humans to fix everything Mm -hmm. she would like she would go oh anybody i know who's gotten a second mortgage they just fuck themselves i said first off rain man people who get second mortgages to buy new cars or pay off their credit cards that they're then gonna run back up again that's where they get fucked. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're putting that money back in your home, you're not losing anything, right? You're just gaining equity. But it was like she could never understand that, right? It was, I but you're right, and like she sold her house. I know she gave them shit tons of money too, mm-hmm. and then she helped um, Prudence like start that online boutique that went nowhere, right? And you know, all that bullshit.
0: They were her life choices and yeah. they didn't benefit you and you never asked anything from her and at the end of the day no. even if she did help Prudence, those, those were her choices to do those things. They
1: were her choices and where also like where Kate and I are differ so much is that like and I talked to Diane, the therapist about it too, like it's really important that I still that I'm obviously thrilled to be a grandma. Mm-hmm. I really, it's really important to me that I make Kate feel like she's still my daughter. Mm-hmm. She's not being replaced mm-hmm. by the new baby. Yes. That she's still my child. Her yes. child isn't my child, right? And um, so I was talking to Diane about it, and I gave Diane a couple examples. You know. And, like, I told her I was even trying to come up with, like, a nickname. Because, you know, Kate's my princess. Mm -hmm. So can't call a new baby princess. Mm -mm. So, you know, I've been throwing some. I was like, "Mm, maybe she'll be my little angel. I'm like, I got (laughs) to come up with something, you know. And I'm like, because princess is taken. (laughs) And Diane was just like, that's really... Interesting. She goes, it's very sensitive of you to think of that. And I said, well, I just feel like sometimes when you become a mother, that's what you become. Mm -hmm. Like, you're still you. You're still someone's daughter. You're still someone's wife or whatever. But somehow everything becomes about this new person that's in the family, which is great.
0: Mm -hmm. You know I'll
1: worship that little chunk of nunk." But I also want to, I guess, just make sure Kate feels like she still has a
0: mom. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I think it's, it's easy for mothers to get past, you know, pushed aside for their children, especially by the grandparents, even. And I, I think. It at always the did end to the, me.
1: I don't know. And I
0: think it's, I think at the end of the day, it's. You love that baby because it's a part of Kate. Sure, you love that baby so much because it's her child. So yeah, it's okay. It's okay to love the baby. Oh yeah, it, yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: But you know, no, you know it's
1: absolutely okay to love the baby more than. But anything you have to make sure world. you give
0: her attention too.
1: Exactly. I still want her to feel like she's still, you know. I still see her as my daughter even though she's an adult and she'll be a mother herself. Yeah. That's like, what it is. Like, it's, it
0: like goes back to like I remember um recently, or maybe it wasn't even recently, in the past I've I've known friends that um have had babies and then people would buy them stuff for the baby for Christmas or their birthday and it's mm-hmm. like um this is their birthday not the baby's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I know with Francine anyways, it just always seemed like, oh, well, once I had a kid, it I mean, look, that bitch wasn't much of a mom to begin with, Mm -mm. but even more so, especially after my sister had kids. Yeah. So she just she always I don't know. She was a fucking keep score. Well, I do this. I pick her up. I said, oh, so she doesn't get raped and murdered? Well, you're grandma of the year. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Thanks,
1: really. not making her walk a fucking mile home from school because I'm fucking <laughs> paying all the bills, you douche. That's
0: what Diane always says. Well, I watched him the first year of his life, you know, for you, when he when you worked. Well, thanks for doing that as a grandmother. I greatly appreciated it. Yes. And it's not- thanks for spending time with your grandson that you right? bonded with.
1: Like, fuck you. It wasn't like you had some fucking six-figure income that you gave up to go live in the hood so you could save you money on daycare.
0: Right. Like. Like wow. Diana always says, "I made so many sacrifices for you and your brother. Oh, well, those were your life choices to have a child, two of them. So I'm mm-hmm. sorry you look at me as a sacrifice. I don't look at my you son know as a sacrifice. How much I've
1: given up for you? Yeah. Not really, because I'm still looking for it. <laughs> That's where the fuck I'm at.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Oh my God, I gotta just tell everyone this too. So, um, aside from the burnout and everything else, so." um and not even have murder joy in my life <laughs> but so i w- i have been pretty drained since therapy and um which happens this is just part of the process mm-hmm. and um but i do feel better and i hope everyone can hear that in my voice um but uh so Francine went to Kate's yesterday or whatever to pin something on a dress. And they were on a lunch. Marissa's like, hey, G-Money wants to know if you want to go. I'm like, dude, I'm too tired to even drive. I don't trust it. And um, so she says to Francine, you know, she's like, yeah, my mom's still, like, tired. She had therapy yesterday. She's just worn out. Well, she goes – what, like mental therapy?
0: <laughs> oh, Christ. Here we go with these people. These mothers, <laughs> they're so afraid that we're going to talk th- about them in therapy.
1: Thank you. That's what Kate said. But here's the thing. I've told that bitch I don't know how many times I'm in trauma therapy. Yeah. Like, and I'm trying to fix all my shit. Like, it's demented.
0: When I was married to my first husband, I went to therapy for the first time, and every time I left therapy, she would be like, or because I think I lived with her at the time, mm-hmm. they did they talk. Did they have you talk about your crazy mother yet? Like, are you paranoid much?
1: Right.
0: You know, is it all my fault? Well, yeah, but yeah, we because talk about that. okay,
1: here was my experience with my child when she goes to therapy. I'm like, listen, Kate, things yes, we have a great relationship, but I'm far from a perfect <laughs> mother. So things might come up for you in therapy about me that you didn't know were there. It's cool, but let like let's just talk through them. I mean, obviously her talks to the therapist, but like mm-hmm. if there was something I needed to do or mm-hmm. anything. She looked at me, she goes, oh, you're cute, mom. She goes, no, we already talked about it. You're not part of these sessions. (laughs) So, (laughs) and I don't talk, I mean, look, do I talk about my mom in therapy? Yes. Is it every session? No. No. Mm -hmm. And it's not the whole session. It could be a scenario. Right. You know, Um, but yeah, I just find that amusing because I'm like, okay, P.S., it just shows how much you've never listened to me because I've been seeing a therapist on and off my whole
0: life. Well, and they're from that generation where you don't talk about it. Yeah. It's a shameful sin to go to therapy and acknowledge any kind of mental um, instability or, you know, Yeah, but, you know,
1: then there's, like, the flip side of my dad. He'll talk about shit. I mean, he doesn't go to therapy, but, I mean, like— He'll at least hold an honest conversation, right? Where that's
0: just—it's all not smoke because her- it's all smoke and mirrors with our mothers.
1: I know it's just not in their wheelhouse. No, it's not.
0: They want it's be, just not. They want to be looked at in a certain light, and they can't acknowledge it if they're not held in that certain light, because in their eyes, in their narcissistic eyes, they did everything. Right. And they're the martyrs.
1: Yeah. I just, honestly, I think Francine's just worried about missing a fucking beat with that baby. Yeah. Where, like, I'm secure in my relationship with William and Kate. You know, to where I view it, like, I don't know. Like, it's just not even, like, a thing. Right. It's just... Not a thing.
0: I yeah. It's
1: I. It's like I don't know. Just the family dynamic will change and get better. Oh. Mm. She's just weird. She likes to be needed. Yes. by infants and toddlers mm-hmm. is what she likes. Because they don't know
0: who what she is. No, they haven't
1: seen her fucking lies and her dagger looks. Right. They don't know all the money she's borrowed and never paid back.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know where the, berries, the bodies are buried.
1: Yeah, they, they're not having to take their fucking red flyer, whatever the fuck those wagons were, picking <laughs> up pop bottles and cashing them in at the little general. <laughs> they didn't have to do that shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: That fucking hustled me some fair money more than once, man. <laughs> I'm telling you, me that was a. I will say the bitch got me a good red wagon when I was a kid. <laughs> that fucking bitch was on point. It yeah, was but the you work your ass off for it, dude. It was on point. Like even had like the wood slats on the sides and the back of each side that were removable. Hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. But see, you put them up, you walk around. No one's going to tell some poor chubby white kid, you can't have my soda pop bottles because I know your mom's an asshole to you. You know, I'd be like, please, any you can spare. That'd be great.
0: (laughs) Just when you think your childhood couldn't get any worse, you tell me about the pop bottles.
1: Oh, you never knew about that? No. Oh, fuck. Yes, that was my hustle for days. <laughs> the other thing I did too, and I'm talking I was in elementary school. So, the other thing I did because of the neighborhood we lived in, which was like duplex city, like so like it was like the owners of the who du- duplexes had a big house and they had owned them since my mom was a kid, right? And then my grandpa lived on the other side of the cul-de-sac, but it was, like, all connected. But anyways, oh, yeah. So everybody in there, you know, they were all partiers. Mm -hmm. Partiers pay kids to make them drinks. (laughs) You put your fucking roller skates on. I had my Coke tray. I would fucking make money for days. (laughs) And I hoarded it all and I'd save it and then go buy myself things I needed from the mall. (laughs) Oh, for real, dude. There was the and then I had the one hustle. There was these fancy jelly beans I loved. So one neighbor, he would write me a note to go get his cigarettes. And then he would give me enough so I could get the jelly beans I loved. Hey, where there was a hey, where a Will there had was a, a Will
0: carry had away. <laughs> Little entrepreneur.
1: I'm telling you. I could start, I could probably go on amazing Reese with a red wagon.
0: Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Please.
1: Okay. And there was a dance studio up the road. And I I'm not kidding you. I was like five years old. <clears throat> I don't remember how old I was when the cop pulled me over. I think maybe six something like that. I was walking to dance classes by myself and my leotard and tights. Cop got me, called my mom at work and she goes, well, she's just walking to her dance class. He goes, but do you understand how dangerous this is? She's in a leotard and tights. Mm-hmm. Like what if it wasn't me? Right. You know, but she's, Never grasp that concept, I guess. Who knows? I'll tell you what I do remember from parts of those walks. I get really pissed at that bitch. And back in the day, it was, you know, step on a crack, break your mama's back. Mm -hmm. i do that fucking shit all the way up the sidewalk from my trashy duplex all the way to the end of 53rd and 26th Street. But she's still walking, so it obviously doesn't work. (laughs) I'm serious. So, everyone, that's why basically I've been a head case and a hot, shitty mess.
0: But I'm sorry to hear eh. that. I'm
1: feeling better though, so
0: I usually know when you're in a really bad funk, so I know to leave you alone.
1: Yeah, it's been bad, dude. I know. Trust me, I know. Fuck you. You ain't been no better roses either. Hey. She's all acting all, oh, I know. Carrie's been abusing
0: me. <laughs> no, you haven't been abusing me. You've been just quiet. And <laughs> Very I've quiet. been, you know, had one thing after another. And work is really busy right now, busier than normal. And, I you know. know, I just got off a spell where I worked 13 days in a row. <sighs> and yeah, it just. We're too old to be working on this. Yeah, like and these, i dude. got this, I had COVID being in January. And then. I got this not COVID sinus infection thing mm-hmm. two weeks later from Ashton, and I can't get rid of it. And you know my MRI back issues that I'm probably gonna be paralyzed at some point. And I don't.
1: Th- I think they'll be able to do something.
0: I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure they will, but it's
1: just I know. Regardless, it's
0: just it's scary to. Th- it's like it's kind of like your mortality th- mortality thing. It's scary to feel like one day you could be the old woman in the wheelchair. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah. Regardless, you know, it's just, it's, you it's, know. Any
1: of those things are always so hard because, like, yeah, I could sit here and say this, but I am here to tell you right now, anytime I have any iffy medical information, I'm fucking planning a eulogy.
0: Oh, my every
1: time hands fucking but i'll lie to everybody no i got a positive attitude (laughs) in the back of my mind i'm like fuck i'm seeing if i can prepay for this fucking funeral
0: i may or may not have the eulogy already pre-written on my computer
1: that's dark once again folks yep carrie engineer back because she just went to the dark side and
0: obituary after the MRI results, I was with Quinn Friday night. We went, um, we went shopping, and I hadn't seen her in like three weeks, which is very odd. We usually see each other at least once a week.
1: Well, God, you live like a stone's throw away from each
0: other, literally, and we were just, you know, I've been just been working every day, mm-hmm. and, um. So she was with me when with, with me when I got the results. And Saturday morning, she sends me a text. And, you know, not hi, not good morning, which is usually what it is. Or how you feeling? <laughs> Do not get on Google.
1: Yeah, she knows you. Yeah, I didn't say it to you, dude, because I look, I could say it, but I know you. Yeah. So you're just gonna go on Google and not tell me. And that's oh, I'll tell Your you. choice as an adult.
0: Oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> So. I think
1: what's hard is y'all, Jenny also, besides knowing her numbers, she knows, she was, like, in a medical field for so long mm-hmm. that she knows more than she probably should. Yeah. <laughs> basically, I do. basically, Basically. That's, that's the challenge because you were in the medical field for so long and your knowledge is... I can't think of it. I was going to say verse. Is that a word? Vast. Vast. Vast That's it. Yeah. God, they're going to be like, fuck, take this bitch to college. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll set up a Patreon, (laughs) a.k.a. Patron with shots. Let's send Carrie (laughs) to fucking literary school. (laughs) I can't talk and say that word either.
0: Uh you know, I, I know that, you know, I've I've accepted the fact that I've always had back issues. My problem is that I don't limit myself in the things that I do. Mm-hmm. I still push because I act like I'll just deal with the pain later. Um, you can't but do that anymore. I know I can't do that anymore. And not only that, I know... I have so so if anyone's listening, I have a disc bulge at where they, what they say L three is, and um that's impending on the nerve, and that nerve controls the function of my right leg, and in the last couple of weeks, I have not had I've had like loss of strength in that leg, and. That's when your body starts doing things like when you can't stand up without holding on to something because you don't have enough power in that leg. And then you read that, you know, that could lead to paralysis and that, that nerve, you know, controls the hip and this and that. That's where it gets scary. Now, granted, they can do miracles with surgery. But who the hell wants back surgery? Because that just makes you worse. I, I mean... Oh. yeah so well i mean well i am mean, i'll find out i mean it could be not be as bad i'm gonna need to talk to a doctor you know my well, doctor that gets the report eventually because I, right. I hijacked it from the mri facility first. i know
1: i'm really hopeful though that like maybe they could get you with a good physical therapist and you adhere to like yeah your limits yeah maybe i mean look i, I it's so hard i'm not saying i would either so i'm not here to judge i'm just hopeful
0: Well, I had no business moving a dresser out of Diane's apartment.
1: Oh, God, no. I don't do dressers. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I did rearrange my furniture again in my living room today. Did you really? Yeah, but it was pretty easy. But, listen, I've had to lift a lot of shit lately. But I am here to tell you, a dresser sure the fuck isn't one of them. I had this huge, gigantic box for when my desk office desk got delivered. Mm -hmm. And... um. I'm not going to kid you. It was early, early in the morning because I always wake up with a butt ass crack of fuck gone. Mm -hmm. And since I'm on the second floor, the people below me are in Georgia right now. I was like, wonder how long, how loud it'll be when I throw one of these two boxes (laughs) over. Well, because I, like, went through and got rid of all this shit. You guys, I, like, overhauled half my fucking house. Like, it's crazy. I fucking threw that empty-ass box
0: down. You didn't have much shit in your house to begin with. I can't imagine what you got rid of.
1: Oh, I got rid of tons of more stuff that was in the closet. Yeah. So, well, because, you know, I got to make my office Mm -hmm. and the baby's crib area good, you know. So I did. I was like, mm, that wasn't that loud. I'm going to throw the other one down.
0: Because
1: I'm like, damn, man. I am too short. The boxes were fucking taller than I was. I'm not made for this.
0: <laughs> well, you are pretty short.
1: I am. You are. I'm a midget. Like, this drawing is fucking real. <laughs> like, damn, dude. Like, ew, cut a sister, break. Oh, my gosh. So, like, this is random and off-topic as usual. But, okay, I went, I I go to the gas station every morning for my diet Mountain Dew crack. So, I don't know when it was, like a week ago or something. I, like, go in and I see Ashley. She's, like, it's too early, though, but she's already, like, taking a break. But they called somebody from the main store who did not know what the fuck was what. It was bad. So then the next day, when, like, Sherry and Bonnie are in there, I'm like, and then Ashley, might have been Sherry, was it Sherry, Bonnie? It doesn't matter. It was people who know what the fuck's happening. But anyways, so Ashley's there too, and I'm like, dude, what the fuck was with that lady yesterday? She looks at me, I said, dude, there was some lady here early, and she was slow as fuck. Like, it was frightening. (laughs) And she looked at her, she goes, did you call for a fucking break when Bonnie was going to be here in a couple more hours? (laughs) And But the girl, like, looked all dumbfounded, like— I said, that was you I saw yesterday watching this lady be a train wreck, right? <laughs> I'm like, you work here, right? And I was like, trying not to be an asshole, but she was scaring me. Yeah. Until I realized I totally busted her <laughs> for what she did. And she got fucking called the fuck
0: out. <laughs> you were throwing the poor girl into the bus.
1: Oh my God. Ugh. Oh, well, just yeah, like hey. that lady with the New Hampshire plates left her car running and went in the gas station. <laughs> Honey, you ain't in Hampshire anymore. <laughs> yeah, in town
0: Well, it was pretty cold, you know, last week.
1: I don't give a fuck. I didn't leave my keys in the car. <laughs> I would lock that motherfucker
0: the second I step out you of it. You can't even leave your purse in the car. That no, God,
1: that. no. Uh-uh, No. I thought, lady, you're taking chances, okay? Mm-hmm. This isn't even just a gas station; it's in front of a motherfucking Walmart, and it's right? a Walmart gas station.
0: Yeah, like, girl. Which I gotta tell you, that is a really our Walmart out here doesn't have that big a store inside of um, the gas station. Oh ha- yeah,
1: that's what you said. It has like I'm a little super closet. Spoiled.
0: You are, because I walked in there that day when you were sick with COVID to get your yeah. Diet Coke or whatever, yeah. Pepsi. And um, I was like, holy crap, this is nice. This is I, better than I remember than Wawa. you saying that.
1: You were like, this one is so nice. Yeah. I'm like, I know.
0: Yeah, I was and like. And it's
1: cheap as fuck.
0: Yeah. I, I'm really sad that we don't have one out here. Mm-hmm. All we have out here are Circle K's and Seven Elevens.
1: So much more expensive.
0: And <laughs> just, I don't like their ice.
1: I don't like 7-Eleven's well, carbonation. Circle
0: K's is okay, but...
1: Yeah, Circle K ice is fine. I do not like 7-Eleven's carbonation in their drinks. No. Fail America.
0: I've been trying not to drink diet soda. Whatever.
1: So... I'm still drinking one every day, and I'm living it.
0: Well, I started drinking... And I'm drinking... proud
1: of you for trying. I am not.
0: I started drinking celery juice in the morning again.
1: I have been drinking a lot more water, though. Yeah speaking of i need to refill my drink
0: i you know i don't drink if i drink diet pepsi it's like i'll buy a two liter not two liter i'll buy the 16 ounce bottle and i'll drink half of it with my lunch and then half of it the next day i don't drink a whole lot
1: oh who are you
0: i used to go please i used to guzzle it like it was oh dude i used to never
1: even drink water all i used to drink was like diet pepsi Twenty four seven.
0: I don't want to know about your kidneys at that time.
1: I I don't know. Did it for decades.
0: It's it's so bad for us. It's like oh I know the worst know. thing in the world. You might as well you'd be better off snorting a line of cocaine than drink drinking a diet Pepsi.
1: Well, you know what?
0: But I do it too, so I can't say anything. Diet
1: Pepsi's in my budget. The blow isn't.
0: True. <laughs> <laughs> and neither is the rehab. <laughs> I can't rehab from I can't podcast from rehab,
1: (coughs) you know, like when, you know, we're rich and famous enough to like request only fucking blue m ms in a bowl and (coughs) water for from fucking imaginary glacier (laughs) and all that other shit. Yeah. I don't know what I was going to say.
0: Then we'll request the blow.
1: Yeah. Well, Instead we'll just start diversity. doing the booger sugar. Yeah. Then, yeah, I don't know. We'll just come up with something.
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: When your green room requests are glacier, fresh water, blue NMMs. And I don't even know why I said blue. Blue's not, like, my signature color or anything. And blow... Oh, nerds, gummies, those would be a must. Oh, mm. lots of weed, too.
0: <laughs> I'm going to look like fucking <laughs> Snoop Dogg. I am. <laughs> Which, can we talk about the Super Bowl halftime show? Next week?
1: Ah, sign me up. I can't wait. Oh, My boyfriend's oh, all over it.
0: I, I keep watching the TikToks and laughing.
1: They're so good. They are. I really am gonna try this week to see if I can figure out that TikToky thing so we can do one together.
0: I wish we should try to do one like this. It'd be funny. Yeah. But I don't know. I've seen lots of them. Maybe when Alex comes next weekend, she can be our like oh camera that's person. True. And- oh
1: yeah. So she'll be here for Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. That's kind of perfect. Are you going to a party? No. I'm just asking. Some people do. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, we're we gonna wrap this up. Yeah. All right. Well,
1: this went a lot longer than I thought it would.
0: You know, but then say, again,
1: you got to cut a bit, I think.
0: A little bit, a couple minutes here and there. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll be doing another episode on voyeurism. Yes. So tune in to our next episode on voyeurism. Good night. See ya. Bye. Bye.